How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, October the 21st. Hello, my friends. Hope we're doing very well. And uh, not a huge day for news today, but I've got a few things to talk about, so let's jump into it. Definitely the big story today is that PlayStation's God of War is going to be arriving on PC actually pretty soon, January 14th. Just to be clear, this is the God of War reboot from 2018. According to the PlayStation blog, you're going to be able to take full advantage of all the great technical things that the PC can offer for video games. So, you know, all that stuff with frame rates and resolutions, etc., etc. But I mean, that's pretty much it. That's that's the simple story there. And I've got to say, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, I think this is one of the biggest PlayStation exclusive games that they could have brought to PC. Besides maybe Spider-Man and The Last of Us Part Two, right? Really shows how committed they are to the platform, and evidently their trial run with Horizon Zero Dawn went well. I guess Days Gone would have been their trial run, but you know what I mean. Anyway, they also announced that the game had sold close to 20 million units on the PlayStation 4. That makes it the best-selling PS4 game ever, according to official records. There have been some hints that Spider-Man has exceeded 20 million in the past, but they've never officially announced that. So anyway, I don't know. I think, on a personal note, I'm just extremely excited to have this on PC. If uh, you've listened to the weekend shows in the past, you'll know that my roommate has a PlayStation 4 that I've had access to for, like, the first time in my life. And this is one last game I'm going to have to play on that before I run out of time on the PlayStation. So, anyway, I know a lot of people will be happy about this one. The other big story from today comes from CD Projekt Red, who have announced that the current-gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 has been delayed. So this is for the Series X and PlayStation 5. And so they are targeting Cyberpunk for the first quarter of 2022, and The Witcher 3 for the second quarter. This definitely sucks, you know, they've been having a really rough go of it in terms of PR, I guess. And I know a lot of people were looking forward to these, so... You know, this company's journey to recovery is gonna take a couple of years, probably. We'll see if they can find their likes. That's pretty much it for the news, but I thought we could take an opportunity here to see some of the games that are coming out in the rest of October... Because it's still pretty stacked, to be honest. So yesterday, a game came out called Inscription, which is like a mini deck builder, roguelike kind of thing. It's from the guy who made Pony Island. Lots of good reviews for it, and I played the demo. I would definitely recommend it. It's got a horror theme to it, if you're into that. And then releasing today is Resident Evil 4 VR. So this is super cool, and it has reviewed quite well. The critics who were fans of the original game said that this iterates on it very, very well. Shifting the perspective was good. Free movement during combat was good. So if you've got a VR headset, that might be worth checking out. Okay, and then next week, we've got some big games. So next week, Tuesday, the 26th, we have Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure lots of people are looking forward to that one. On October 28th, Thursday, we have Age of Empires 4 on PC. And then the day after that, on Friday next week, Mario Party Superstars which is a throwback to some of the N64 Mario Party games. A lot of people probably looking forward to that one. It's it's the game a lot of people have been asking for. So hopefully, I mean, assuming there's no surprises in store. So super cool. Love, love all of this. Okay, and before we take it away, I would just love to do a mailbag segment because we haven't done one of these in a long time. And so this is the prompt that I would love to hear your answers for. What is the last game that made you feel something? Now, this is a pretty broad question, so feel free to interpret it however you will. But it could be, you know, extreme joy from maybe finishing a hard mission, or sadness from a narrative, 
or the thrill of success in a multiplayer game. I don't know. Anything that brought out emotion in you. Ideally, we're looking for positive things here, even if it's, you know, sad feelings for good reasons. I don't want to do rage or anger or anything like that. So feel free to put your answers into the TGO Discord server in the mailbag channel. You can also DM me on Twitter or send me an email, and I will read out some of your answers here on the show this weekend. I'll probably answer the prompt myself this weekend as well. So that's all for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Back with whatever news there is tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, today was a pretty wild day, I've got to say. Uh, okay, maybe not wild, but it's definitely interesting or unique. So it started off pretty standard. Did some work for the Observer, did my actual work. Then I took a nap, which is not usual for me. I do not normally take naps. But you know what happened? I laid down on the couch, I ate some food, and then the cat came over and just plopped on my chest. And I went, well, I'm not moving now. And so I, I threw something up on the TV and the cat fell asleep on me. And I promptly fell asleep as well. And so the cat and I cuddled and slept for a couple of hours. Woke up to a call from Shelby. And this is where the, the day gets interesting. She goes, hey, I was at work. She works in a bookstore. She goes, I was working at my bookstore. <laughs> and some ladies walk in. They say, we're opening a bubble tea shop down the street. Would you like some samples? Oh, how exciting. So they brought like four cups of bubble tea or something like that. And there weren't even enough people working at the bookstore to drink all of it. Or one of the guys didn't want his or something. And so Shelby just brought me home a bubble tea that was free. And it's actually really interesting. It's um, it's taro flavored. You know, taro, T-A-R-O. I've never had it before, but I've heard of it before. It's like a, I mean, Shelby called it a purple sweet potato. But it's, she called it that because it's a root, a root plant that is purple on the inside. It's got a really interesting flavor, and it's like it's got like a hint of vanilla. It's very sweet. I don't know if the fruit, I don't know if the plant is sweet, but the the bubble tea is definitely sweet. And I drank it all pretty quickly, and then now I feel pretty nauseous. And I don't know if that's because I'm not used to like consuming a lot of sweet stuff at once, or if it has something to do with the plant. I I don't know. But I used to drink a lot of bubble tea because uh, there was a bubble tea store in the office of my school. So okay. We're going to do a bit of a tangent here. When I was in university, we were smack downtown Toronto, okay? I didn't really have a, a school campus as, it, as, as you usually think of school campuses. Literally, my campus is just a downtown metropolitan area. The busiest street in Toronto, or like pretty much in Canada, my school was on that street. And so our campus was like various buildings around the downtown area. And the office for my particular section of the school like my program, was in the building of like a corporate office, basically. So there was like a, a mall area on the bottom floor, which was connected to the subway. And then the higher levels were all offices for, for businesses. And so that's where my school was. Anyway, there was, a, there was a bubble tea store in that like little mall area. So I was always getting stuff there, like for, for hanging out at the school. Drank a lot of bubble tea back then. Haven't had it in a while. Okay, anyway. That my, the, the interesting day is not over. She goes, so that, that happens. And then another person walks in from a different store, a pizza store. And he says, hey, I made some extra pizzas by mistake. And normally when I do that, I'll give it to homeless people. He'll just go outside and just like give it to someone. 
but he couldn't find any homeless people today. So he went, you know, do you want the pizzas? They went, sure. And so Shelby brought home two pizzas. What the heck? So we had like a fancy drink and a pizza for free today. We got leftover pizza. I can't believe it. It's incredible. The day has blessed us. I don't know if you'll remember, but uh, sometime last year during the pandemic, we had something similar happen. Uh, I got a call from my landlord who lived upstairs. And she was like, did you order pizza? And I went, no, I didn't order. We didn't order pizza. She goes, well, there's pizza on the front here. I didn't order pizza. So she called her neighbors. They didn't order pizza. And there was like three full boxes of extra large pizzas. It just dropped on her front porch. So she was like, hey, you want some pizza? I was like, yeah, I do. So we got free pizza. Like, what the heck? Is this normal? I I feel like this isn't normal. I have gotten more free pizza than I feel like I deserve, you know? That seems seems like a once every couple of years thing, not, not twice in two years. Anyway, welcome to the TGO After Show, where Adrian gets free food and fancy drinks. Hey, listen, just so that I can walk away from this saying that I at least said something about video games, I booted up Remedies Control today on PC, and I'm very happy that I did, because... I think this game is much better on PC than it is on console. I'm having a great time with it. I I mean, for the hour that I put into it. We'll see if I stick with it, but uh, it is much easier for me to play this game this time than it was last time. So I think I'll enjoy it. Okay, I'm out of your hair. Thanks for being here. Till tomorrow. Ciao. (laughs) 